Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Welcome to a Victory Tuesday episode of the Dog Check Podcast. And, you know, the NFL season wouldn't be back if we didn't have a nail biter. You know, Cleveland Browns are just doing what they do best and giving everybody in the fan base a heart attack. But we pull through with the win. Cade York, the talk of the town, hits a 58-yard game-winning field goal against former quarterback Baker Mayfield. And, you know, I think the Browns really needed this win because if – if Baker Mayfield won this game, I, I don't know what any of us would do. But now that we beat him, we can all lay it to bed. We can move on to this week against the New York Jets, and we can, you know, just just live again. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think we should have already moved on from the Baker thing. I mean, other than the fact that we were going to be playing him, him the first game, we should have been talking about, what this team was going to be looking like moving forward with Jacoby Brissett as quarterback until we get Deshaun and, and, and Miles Garrett and everybody else on this team. That's what we should be concentrating on because this, this, is, a, this is a good team. I mean, we played uh, Carolina the other day. We didn't give our best effort. They, they scored a couple big plays on some blown coverages. And so, which I'm upset with at this point because we have veteran guys out there who know the defense. So why are we blowing coverages? at this point, but we'll fix that. Also, I think we played um, conservatively on offense. I, I felt like our offense, once we didn't hit those first deep balls early uh, to Amari and, and to um, Kareem, then I, I think we kind of went away from that. And, and we just basically little dink and dunks and, and, and run the, the, the football because we felt like our defense could stop them and play good enough defense where we didn't have to really score a lot of points and and which was also true but if we if we blow coverages then then they're going to score so we're going to have to score points and fortunately for for Kay York and and the special teams that uh, they went out there and, and made that field goal because it was it was something that the Browns really needed i don't i think not only as a team and organization but fan base really needed that win i mean when you're talking about it's been 28 years it had been 28 years since I won a road game of opener. And so I was playing in that game <laughs> in Cincinnati. And, and so it was something that we, we really needed because, you know, all the stuff that happened in the offseason, what we were waiting for as far as the quarterback, it's, it's a long year. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm looking forward to it because this, this will jumpstart it. It didn't look like it wasn't pretty, and, but, it, but it'll jumpstart the season. For sure. And you talk about Jacoby. We didn't really hit with those deep passes. I think the offensive line gave Jacoby Brissett 
enough time on a large majority of his throws to go through his projections, make a throw. And, and like you said, the dink and dunk passes, I don't have an issue with it. I think that's kind of what we all expected. Uh, Jacoby's arm is the arm talent is there, but it's not something that he's known for. So airing the ball out a couple of times, I have no issue with it, but the offensive line was just really stellar. They aided in the run game a lot, which is something that you and me have been harping on uh, all off season. They allowed the running backs to average 5.6 yards a carry, which is just phenomenal. Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, they ran angry. Nick Chubb posted a video a night or two before the game. He said, Cleveland needs this. We're tired of losing. We're tired of, of this and that. We need to change it now. And he went out and he played like that for about 144 rushing yards. Uh, Would have liked, liked to see him get in the end zone. But it just a really good game from those two guys. The offensive line was great. And the receivers, I think they did what was kind of expected. There wasn't really a lot of drop passes, which is the biggest thing that we uh, we were worried about going into this game. And everybody was was comfortable, it seemed like. Donovan Peoples-Jones was showing off his, his wide catch radius, which is something that we saw a lot in camp. And I really enjoyed seeing that. Wish Amari Cooper would have got targeted a little more. He was the guy that we all wanted to be the leader of this offense and and go out there and put on a good example for the younger guys like Anthony Schwartz, who had a slant and I'm not going to say he dropped it because it was really good coverage, but I would have liked him to see, would have liked to see him come down with that ball, but the offense was really good. And I am very glad that we got to see some things that we can improve on, but overall a good effort. I, I think, you know, in, in looking at our schedule, um, we're very fortunate with these, these first couple games. We're very fortunate because now we almost get to treat these games, and I'm not knocking the other teams, but we almost get to treat these games like preseason games. Mm-hmm. They get to get the work that they didn't get in order to improve by game three, which we know who that is. Um, I think, you know, you come out there uh, and it's full speed now. The offense is playing, the defense is playing differently than the scout defense during, during the week. And so these guys got an opportunity to see where they are. Um, I think moving forward, Jacoby will throw the ball a lot better. I mean, because now they know that bullets are really flying at him. You know, in a game, they're really flying. They hadn't been flying at him, especially in, in camp and in practice. You're not, the bullets aren't coming. Nobody's really trying to rush you. Nobody's really trying to break up every single ball uh, when, you're, when you're going through, when they're on scout team and everything. So your timing is always on or should be right now. You got a lot of movement, a lot of bullets flying. You got to move around and, and make plays. And so this gives them an opportunity playing Carolina and, and they, they weren't an easy win, but it, it puts, put them in a situation where they had to go out there and really play football and, and, and do it their way. They dictated how that game was played for the most part other than a couple big plays that they gave up, but they dictated how that game was played both on offense and defense. And so, and, and I like it. And so now we got uh, the Jets coming up. Um, I'm sure we'll add a few things, but I don't know if we really need to add any more, right? Because now you put it on film for the third game. So mm-hmm. we can just go out there and play Cleveland Browns football and, and, and win this game, I think. 
Yeah, and I would have liked to see David Njoku get the ball a little more, paying him all this money. And he did have a really good game as a blocking tight end in the run game. I, I enjoyed that, and that was definitely something that Stefanski and everybody wanted to see from him as an improvement in the run, run blocking department, uh, and he showed up there. But I think Njoku deserves a little more love. I think, honestly, that's about it. I, I think everybody was utilized how we expected, and – the volume in this offense is enough to keep keep teams guessing and that's basically all we need and then you have the most dominant running back duo in the league who's just gonna punch it through the line and I mean that's it so going up against the Jets I think there there's some things that we could probably play around with maybe we see a couple more deep shots and if Jacoby can hit on those we take that into week three and Granted, how the Steelers played uh, on Sunday, I think that's going to be something that we're going to be cautious about. But again, I I really liked what was going on there. And the defense was just, man, that first half was spectacular. I really loved the stuff that Joe Woods was doing. He sent uh, John Johnson on a blitz. JOK was in there in the backfield a little bit um, on some of those pass plays. Greg Newsome uh, blitzed, which forced an interception to Grant Delpit. And it was just really fun. That's what we all expected. That's what needed to happen. I would have liked to see that last year. And that just kind of shows what Andrew Berry does. He plays to these position coaches strengths. He's like, okay, here's a little toy for you to play with. Now go utilize it, go win us a football game. And that's exactly what they did. Now, and I was happy with the defense and the way they play it. Once again, other than the, the couple blown coverages where they gave up big plays, but but I, but they did a great job. I, I when, when I I think, and if I'm Joe Woods, this is what I would have been thinking is after watching the last couple of years and what's been going on, all we have to do is hurry the quarterback, make him make him feel a little pressure. He'll throw it to the other team. Yeah, and there was a few times that we just didn't catch it. They could have, they could have got him a couple times, but and and so I, and I think that's how they play. We get to get to the passer, make him throw the ball in a, in a hurry, and and he'll throw some air and passes, and and we finally got one. Um, granted, we didn't. I don't think we scored a touchdown on that one, but we 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 did we did score some points, I think. And so that's what it's all about. It's just creating turnovers. So I think we'll have another opportunity this week playing playing the Jets, and and we just have to get better moving forward. Each week, every 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 practice, every play, just get better. And I think if we do that, we'll gel. I, we haven't had a show in a, a long time, but I, I'm in my goal. This is this is what I really think of when I think about this season because it's it's almost like two seasons, right? You got pre D <laughs> and after D, right? <laughs> and so in 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 pre Deshaun, I'd like to see. Seven and four. I'll take six and five, but I'd like to see seven and four, right? Because you can't expect him to go uh, win every game when he when he comes in, like right? by going five or six or less, right? Yep. So you you, you got to give him a little a little something to play with. So, but I, I think we have the the team, the roster, um, the, the the schedule that can to, can get us there, and so that's what I'm looking forward to. That's how that's how I. To look at these games that we've had. I mean, we play Carolina, play the Jets, Pittsburgh. It's like we get to get 
we have a chance to get better each week. I mean, of course, you got when you get into the division, you got to really be playing football and win those games because they're important, especially at home. But this gives us an opportunity to get better and, and get the playing in that guys didn't get in preseason. Yep. And after week four, you go into a gauntlet of really tough teams. You got the Chargers, you got the Bucks. Uh, I not entirely sure what goes on that entire stretch, but there's a, a long stretch of games that it, it, it might be tough if we can't rein in that offense uh, within these first four weeks. So uh, Jacoby's going to have to really dial it in. I think Stefanski is going to have to get a little creative and spend a lot of time in that film room to prepare for these bigger games. And I mean, the Jets put up nine points on Sunday. I get it. They're going against the Ravens, but there really can't be that much of a challenge there right now. Joe Flacco just kind of uh, that entire offense is uh, the defense was kind of underwhelming. So I, I don't know. I think there is a lot to work with right now. And when we talk about film, Joe Woods mentioned before this game on Sunday that they were going to look at Baker Mayfield's preseason tape and none of what he did with the Browns and his mannerisms and stuff like that they definitely looked at his tape while he was with the Browns because they were doing some stuff that we knew he had issues with and he just didn't fix. Uh, You saw some of the defensive ends. They were dropping back a little bit. I think Alex Wright was just stepped back a couple feet and just it it throws Baker off because he's really set on what am I reading pre-snap? And if something goes wrong, he gets flustered. So you just throw a bunch of stuff at him. Like you said, pressure the quarterback. He's going to get flustered. So if we can just do that for these, these couple of games, um, and especially against Mitchell Trubisky, I think that's going to be something that's, that's worth the watch. He, I, I don't really know what I thought of him on Sunday, but he did not carry himself like I thought he would. So there is a lot of stuff for this team to do. And if we can carry that into these next couple of weeks, it's going to be, it's going to be really fun for these 11 games, which we thought was just kind of, kind of a dud. I'm going to go back to what you said, talk about Joe Woods and they weren't going to watch a film of Baker when he was at with the Browns. Are you crazy? He probably showed them that defense, uh, showed showed them those plays so we can say, damn, we would have won this game if he wouldn't have done this and they just get up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he makes want to go kill him. <laughs> if he just throws the ball here, we would have won that game. We would have won that game. And so he, he showed him that film to make him upset and get him angry. <laughs> but you know, they, you know, I think they just they just did what what everyone has done to him, you know, just kind of fluster him, get him out the pocket. Like again, he made some plays. And I mean, he had the opportunity to make some plays and he made some plays and and, and so. Praise him for that, but when it's all said and done, we were able to get the victory, and that was most important. It doesn't really, it doesn't matter how you get the victory, just get it. I mean, of course, we had an opportunity; we could have probably blown it out, made it a, 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 a big score, but but we we didn't. But I, I think it's games like this that that get the team closer together because they had to really go work for this you know they had to go out there and and come together the team the, the the defense showed up then the offense had to come out and 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 get down there and make some plays and, and Joko, he didn't get the ball like you said early in the game but 
when it mattered, that's when he started getting the ball. And so those are winning plays that they were able to make um, Jacoby and, 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 and David. And so like, it's, it's just one of those things. You just got to get better. And I think we have these opportunities in the next few weeks to, to get better. And so um, that, that's what I'm looking for. You can start installing more you can, um, both on defense and, and on offense because you're, you're actually moving fast against teams that, that are moving fast with you, you know, and because it, it looks different now. It looks different on Sundays as, as opposed to uh, Tuesday through, to, through Friday or what have you, or, or even in, in, in preseason. So now they get the opportunity. They've seen it full speed for even teams they're looking at on film. They're seeing it full speed. And so now they know uh, what they do and what they don't do. And it's, it's time to game plan accordingly. Yep. And we've talked about offense, talked about defense. The special teams was something that I kind of enjoyed, minus the returns. I think Demetric Felton had some issues returning the football. He had some awkward dives for a couple of these punts. Um, he muffed a punt, which was saved by Herb Miller. And they ended up bringing in Jerome Ford for a couple of returns. And he just kind of, you know, just sat in there and did whatever. But we still need to find that returner. And that Jakeem Grant injury is going to haunt us for probably the rest of the season unless we sign somebody else. And I, I don't know. I, I don't really love the idea of just, oh, we'll see what works with the kick return. Because I think we've tried out enough. We've had Jamarcus Bradley back there. We've had Donovan Peoples-Jones back there. Uh, we've we've had a number of guys back there, and nothing has really clicked. So I honestly would like them to go out, go find somebody speedy, and not Anthony Schwartz. Go out and find somebody speedy and put him back there and just to try to get some yardage on these on these special teams plays. You know, I, I think we have a returner in Dimitri. I think I think when I watched Dimitri back there as as a punt returner, I, f I feel like, and I'm gonna call him and or text him and tell him this too, because I because I feel we, we we're close enough, we got a relationship where I can I can do that. Now we talked a, a few times, but I I think I'm gonna tell. I, I think he's he's not patient enough. Mm. I think I think. In his mind, because you know, before admitting to the NFL, he never really did it. So I think in his mind, they're telling him things like, "You got to catch the ball, or we're gonna lose this this yardage with if the ball rolls and things like that, right?" And so when he sees the ball, now he thinks, "I have to go catch it because I don't want to lose 10, 15 yards if the ball rolls." Whereas those aren't really smart plays sometimes, but they're not telling him that, mm. right? Because You'd rather not catch the ball, it roll 15 yards and still possess the ball as opposed to running up there trying to save uh, five yards from the ball off the foot to the ground and, and give, possibly giving up the ball. And they're not telling these things like this. And so I think it's when he's, when he's approaching it, it's like saving field position. That, that's what it looks like to me as a, as a former returner that he's trying to save field position because this is what he's been told as opposed to just relaxing, going up there. If you can get to it, you can get to it. If you can't, oh, well, it's still your ball. And, but, but sometimes a lot of these coaches overthink things. They, they give them too much information instead of just letting athletes be athletes. 
right? And 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 even the balls that he's he's caught, I think when he when he initially starts running in his mind, he's thinking, I gotta score a touchdown, right? No, just go make a play. Just let things happen. And that's what I'm saying. He's I don't think he's patient enough in 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 out in reading not only the, the flight of the ball, but how is how is being blocked or even the even the the players coming down covering, right? And so it, it makes it hard on on a player when when you have to think about catching the ball, where the return's going, who's coming down, who's being blocked. And 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 you're saying we should go out and get maybe this guy or that guy, but that guy is somewhere at home. And he's at home for a reason. Yeah. Because punt returning isn't as easy as everyone thinks it is. I mean, if people think you can just throw somebody back there, they'll catch the ball and, and you can make it happen. It's not true. It's not true. Because if it, if it were true, everyone would do it. Yeah. You notice there's only a certain kind of person that goes back there and does it. They're all pretty much built the same. They can all pretty much do the same thing. Some are just a little better at it than others, but they, this is what, what it is and because everyone can't do it. Yeah. But, but I think, I think that a lot of it, especially when you have someone who hasn't done it in their career, when you're talking about Dimitri, a lot of it has to be taught and, and, and patient, being taught patience is important as well as reading the flight of the ball off the foot, whether it's left-footed kicker or right-footed kicker, whether the ball turns over or doesn't turn over. Because when those things happen, the ball travels a different way. And, and if you don't know those things, then it makes it hard. You don't have any idea where the ball is going, right? You're just out there with 53 yards to cover, not knowing where the ball is going or how far he's going to kick it. And, it. and it makes it hard on somebody for even those who, who have – actually done it you know I've, I've been back there I was back there a few years in my career I dropped some punts as well muff some as well it happens but that doesn't stop you you know you just got to keep moving and, and go make some plays and everybody forget about it yeah and you talk about uh maybe they're just overloading him with with things that he should be doing maybe prefer says hey Jakeem Grant got knocked out he's obviously a great returner. Now you have to go step up. You have to go be that great returner. This is your time. And that obviously can get in somebody's head. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and Mike Prefer is, he's obviously a really, he's a talented special teams coach. He knows how to run that. And I don't know, the men mental part of football is definitely something that can mess with a lot of people. So if he can just calm down, just understand what's going on, make the smart plays, then we could definitely be in a good spot. Um, and I mean, heck, you want to talk about somebody who is in a good mental state. Cade York was just on it on Sunday. He went four for four after uh, a really tough pregame warmup. He went and said, that wasn't like my best. That was one of the worst pregames that I've ever had. And he didn't let that affect him. So he went in there, he realized what was going on. And he still said that he wasn't even making the kicks that good in the game. It was, oh, I could have done that better. This could have been better. And he obviously wants to improve. And that is the person that we need to be kicking these field goals and, and extra points. 
I love the kid. I bought his jersey already. <laughs> like, I, I think he's going to be something really special. And I don't want it to come down to a 58-yard kick for a rookie every single week. But he has shown that he can be capable of it. That kick was good from 60, 60 plus. That was a great kick. And he, he had a 70-yarder before a preseason game earlier. Like, it, he's just – he's fantastic. You know, I, I just think if someone can kick a 57-yarder in the fall, which he did at LSU, you know, it's with, with national championship aspirations on the line, then he can go out there and, and kick 58 in, in Carolina, right, when yeah. game one. And so yeah. he's, got, he's got ice in his veins. But like you said earlier, we, we don't want that every week. We, we, I mean, we want him to have to kick field goals just because we weren't able to move the ball sometime. And sometimes that happens. We want him to be able to get the three when we, we have opportunity to score. But we don't want every game to come down in his leg and, and, and the pressure of it. Because we know he can kick it that far. But sometimes it's, it's the pressure that gets to him. You know, and then you got to, then it's a, a three-step three operation. When we're talking about uh, kicking, we got snap, hold, and kick. And so... We got to worry about those things every single time he gets out there. And so we, we, we like him to be able to, to make those in those times of need. We want him to, and we, we hope that he will every single time. He probably won't, not every single time, but we know we finally got a guy that we think we can depend on to, to this point. We can, and that's why you draft someone like him in the fourth round because of times when you need him, like you said, hopefully we won't need him all the time. Mm -hmm. And looking around the league, what happened with all the kickers, that was, man, that made me appreciate kickers a little bit more because that is a really, really tough thing to do uh, with all that pressure. Rodrigo Blankenship just got waived for missing his uh, potential game-winning kick for Indy. Like, it's a tough job. So having somebody who's that mentally stable and able to just do what he does, what he has been doing for years is, is really, really relieving. Um, and like, even like you said, that LSU game, he didn't really get a lot of coverage after that. Like it was, oh, okay. He made that kick. That's great. Now LSU is going on to do some great things. And then he was forgotten. Like, oh, he, he did it. So I think putting some confidence on him uh, is, is, fantastic and hopefully we can keep him around for many 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 years many many years and we don't have to ask phil dawson to come out of retirement we want to be able to treat him like the ravens and justin tuck yeah right this one's gonna be around he can sing opera and all that if he wants also mm -hmm. <laughs> he is from texas right <laughs> and so we can go do whatever but i mean it's yeah i, I look forward to him wanting more games in the future for this team. Hopefully, like I said, we, we want the offense or, or the defense to go out there and, and win it so it doesn't always come down to a field goal, but we, we, we finally got a guy. Mm -hmm. if, we have a, if we need to put it out there, we're possibly 60, 62, that we, we have an opportunity. We're not banking that he's going to make it. We, we saw what, uh, Denver try to do it yesterday and, and, and lost, but it was a bad weekend. For kickers. It was a bad weekend for kickers unless you were Cade York, right? Because who? Uh, Cincinnati, Mr. Couple, uh, Pittsburgh, uh, mm -hmm. Indy, 
Denver. Yep. Uh, I think the Rams. There was those, uh, those missed kicks all over the place. Yeah. And and so we we had guy win with four for four, mm-hmm. and and we won the game by with a point. And so I'll take it. Yeah. So after after Sunday, seeing all the performances around the league, how do you think the Browns can can fend them fend against these other teams in the AFC North? Is is it going to be something that we're going to have to continue biting our nails over? Is it going to be something that we could potentially just just smooth out and win? How how do you think those matchups are going to go? We're going to be biting our nails. It's the NFL. <laughs> we're going to be biting our nails for the most part. That's why games that are on your schedule that you are on paper supposed to win, you have to win those games. Right. And and then we go play the Pittsburghs and, and get in the division and then win some games you're not supposed to win. And and win all the games you're supposed to win. And it'll work out. I mean, we got games that people probably won't expect us to win. We can that we should win. This the schedule, the schedule is tough. It gets tough, but but at the same time, we're we're built for it. We have teams that can we have a team that can go out there and and obviously com- compete in the division everyone's going to beat themselves up in the afc north we know that and we, we just have to be a- at least a split with everybody you know at least three and three if we can do three and three and i don't have, I mean we have to split with everyone we can beat somebody twice we can do three and three in the division i think that's good because it's a it's a tough division and and so you just you got to play good football against the teams that you're not supposed to be and beat everyone you're supposed to be and you, you have a chance. And I think doing that, that, that'll get us to, to seven and four. I think that, that gets us to seven and four and with the opportunity. That's all you need is the opportunity. And, and they, they have the team and, and hopefully the, the game planning that'll get us those victories. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talk about some teams that were not expected to beat. I have a hot take. I think that we could probably we could hang in there with the, with the Buccaneers. Uh, I saw what they did against Dallas and Dallas was short on receiver. They were short on the offensive line. Dak got hurt. There was a lot of stuff that, that happened in that game, but I think that we could potentially put up a fight against the Bucks and we could come out of there with a win. I'm going to go coach on you right now. You're looking too far ahead in the schedule. <laughs> all we can do is control this week i'm going yeah. i'm going coach on you right now we we have to take care of this week first one week at a time mm-hmm. and we'll worry about that when we get to it we got to win this week the goal right now is to be one and oh this week yep which gets us to two and oh but let's be one and oh this week and if we can do that then we can move on because it's going to be a short week mm-hmm. so we have to we have to control this. We can't let we can't have the we won hangover. Let this team beat us. It feels right? so good though. It, it, it does, but it'll feel better if you win this game. Yep. Then you got to clear that and move forward. But mm-hmm. it's always just it's one game and clear. It's one snap and clear to the next play, and that's what it's like right now. We got to get that is over. That K York field goal happened a month ago. <laughs> it happened a month ago. Now we have to win this week. Mm-hmm. This important because this is a game, one of those games that we are 
supposed to win. I I, I honestly feel like the, the NFL kind of did us a, a solid in our schedule. Right? 100%. <laughs> they, did, they did us a solid in our schedule, and we have to take advantage of it. Yep. Right? You can only play your schedule. And we're playing our schedule. So let's win these games that we're supposed to win. And I, and I believe the Jets is one of these games that we're supposed to win. I mean, Joe Flacco played the, the first year Baltimore got to Baltimore. <laughs> he, was, he moved from Cleveland with that team. We got to beat him, right? He's old as me. <laughs> And so, and I think so. I think we got the, the defense, the, the defensive line that can can hurry him and 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 make him worry about what's going on out there. Mm-hmm. Defensive line have uh, two top ten players and three top ten players actually in pass rush win rate. Uh, Jordan Elliott is up there. Jadavion Clowney, Miles Garrett are up there, and that's that was definitely the bright spot. Taven Bryan had a really good game. Uh, I just I just really love what that defense did. Even though we did blow a coverage, there was some miscommunication there. You saw John Johnson and Greg Newsom talking it over on the bench. John said, you can't do that. Just talking him through it. But, yep, that defense was was definitely stellar, and hopefully they can lead us into 1-0 this week. And I think, you know, in first game, Carolina game, we won. I, I, that's going to happen because these guys haven't really played together when it's full speed. You know, in, in in preseason, no one really, no one played, and so it, it, it's a it's a different look when you can try to draw up all the plays you want, but guys aren't moving as fast during the scout team as they are on Sundays. Mm. So it, it, it it's a different look. So everything seems to be coming at you faster. So we have to get used to that. And I think blowing these coverages and still uh, being able to come back it, it is big for this team because in years past that would have been it. That would have been it. We we didn't. How many? When's the last time we had a comeback win? <laughs> exactly. And so <laughs> and and so we got one of those. And so I think confidence uh, is right. And, and and guys, some guys in the in that locker room know that they didn't play their best football. So to win that game on the road, you got to feel good about it because they know they can get better. And in turn, that makes the team better. Mm-hmm. Bronze at home this Sunday versus the New York Jets. Not going to be the most exciting game, but it is Cleveland Browns football. First game at home. I'm excited. I'm excited for this season. And 1-0. Yes, sir. 1-0. 1-0. Legends weekend. <laughs> Browns yeah. Legends weekend, so it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. We can, you know. I'm hanging in there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hope. Before we get to that brutal stretch in, in week five that we continue from there. <laughs> getting ahead of yourself again. <laughs> One and oh to be two and oh. Yep. Yep. That's that's right. the model for this week. <laughs> yep. Thank you guys for joining us and we will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.